Hi, we are the Fantasy Football Fanatics. My name is Duncan, and this week I'm joined by Matt in London and Ben in LA. Welcome, guys. We've just watched the uh, Arsenal-Leeds game that's finished on Sunday night. Um, enjoying Game Week 24 so far and looking ahead to Game Week 25 as well. Um, we're going to skip the football moments this week because we've got lots to talk about outside of that. We've got the doubles in 25, 26. We've got blanks coming up, more doubles, chip, scra- chip strategy. So there's a lot to talk about. Um, so let's start off by seeing how Game Week 24 is going so far. Ben, do you want to start us off? Yeah, so I have 86 points so far, which takes me to um, 16,000th overall. Um, So pretty happy with that. Um, The transfers I made, (laughs) um, we'll see if it backfires, um, but uh, the transfer I made was getting rid of Steer, backup goalkeeper, uh, for Ariola, um, and the main reasoning behind that was, I think Villa. We'll probably talk about this later, but Villa is a team you probably want uh, coverage for in this upcoming stretch. So I needed to free up my my third Villa player who was stinking it up. Um, it kind of has backfired a little bit because it meant I can't I couldn't play uh, my hero. Martinez, who got a massive haul. I think he got 11 points. Um, Brighton had a ton of shots, um, and he kept them all out. Um, but the the star players from my team uh, in midfield, Fernandez, Salah, both scored. Uh, Captain Gundogan, and really happy I did that. I think a lot of people did that. Um, he got a brace and assist. His second goal was really funny where he sat Davinson Sanchez down and Sanchez did a Phil Jones trying to block it with his head and <laughs> failed miserably <laughs> from an Edison assist. Um, and my two differentials, I think, have really helped me uh, fly up the rank. So I have uh, Loughton from uh, Burnley who scored an amazing goal, turned into Danny Alves for two minutes. Uh, like, dribbled past a couple of players, played a one-two and just volleyed it into the back of the goal. I've never seen Matt Loughton do that ever. Uh, And then Danny Ings, who I brought in, I think I brought him in last game week. Um, So uh, he got a goal, a really good volley, good finish. And then classic Danny Ings, whenever he scores, he gets bonus. So he got eight points. Um, So yeah, I'm pretty happy. Um, Apart from the Emmy Martinez um, kind of shout, but in hindsight, you know, you still play a double game week player over a single game week player, so I don't feel too bad. And just hoping that Gundogan's injury isn't that serious, so we can keep piling on the points. Um, hopefully, against Everton. Sounded like from Pep's post game press conference, it sounded like he might be all right. To be honest, he sounded like he was coming off as he was worried he was going to cause himself a serious injury, but it wasn't like. You know, he's done his, he's pulled his groin completely. Um, it sounded like he was just trying to be a bit sensible. So there's a good chance that he can play some part in the next game. Pep said, if he's fit, he will play. So he's not ruling him out straight away, which is good. Yeah, the the only um, <clears throat> the only downside is it doesn't look like he's on penalties anymore. 
although he he did win the penalty and maybe he he felt too injured but um Rodri took the penalty um it wasn't a convincing one Pep after the game also said it wasn't convincing and that he was still considering Edison so yeah I think Man City penalty taker situation is really interesting do you see Edison actually walked up to the halfway line as the penalty was awarded and got sent back I know. <laughs> Jesus, if he'd gotten a goal and an assist, that would have been an absolutely massive haul. <laughs> yeah, that's FPL legendary status, I think. Yeah. It, well, if, if Ruben Diaz doesn't recover, then get in Edison. Um, so what's your? do you have any kind of conundrums? It's going pretty well for you, 16,000 in the world so far. So any conundrums or is that all just kind of the chip strategy? Yeah, I think it's just trying to figure out this next stretch, which... I'm going to say is the most difficult and confusing stretch in FPL history. Must be. God, it is, isn't it? It's, it is a spreadsheet and a half. Um, Matt, how are you getting on this game week so far? Um, so, so far, really, yeah, pretty, pretty well, actually. Um, and let's say really well, about as well as you guys. Um, but for me, that's pretty good. I'm up to about 400k so far. Um, and the key was getting the captain right. Um, so I think we've all captained Gundogan and uh, Gary in our league has captain Stones and Andy's captain Sterling. And, and so far, that's, that's why we've got like, such vastly different scores so because um, that's such a haul from Gundogan. And he's definitely the captain to have, regardless if he plays next game week, I think. Um, and then I also had Matt Loughton, who, who chipped in very nicely. Um, and I also benched Martinez, uh, this time for Pope, um, it was a short-term sort of strategy, just to uh, let's get another Burnley guy in for the double. Um, and you can sit on my bench, maybe. Or we're talking chip strategies, maybe maybe I'll play a wild card soon and I can just uh, wild card out of this team that's got I've got quite a lot of money in the bank and um, lots of players that are just basically playing week to week. Um, so uh, we'll see see how we go. But so far, so good. Uh, but I guess a lot depends still on um, uh, on the second the second of the game weeks for the Burnley, Man City and, and other boys. Big shout as well. You've, you've played Suchek over Kufal. So you, you're banking on a, a Suchek header rather than a West Ham clean sheet, I'm guessing. Yeah. And this is like not necessarily the best science to uh, pick this on, but that having been burnt so, so much by Suchek over the, over the game weeks when he's been sat on my bench, you just sort of play him out of fear rather than out of like thinking he's going to do it at all. But having said that, like um, I think there was online Twitter polls about Sufal or Suchek and people on the whole would go down the um, Suchek route um, about 60-40. So I feel like I'm following the crowd and going for Suchek over Kufal. But I know you've gone. I know you don't you don't have Suchek, do you? But you, you're playing Kufal. So um, given your recent form, that probably means you're on for a double West Ham clean sheet, aren't you? Well, we'll see. Um, I I have had a ridiculously lucky run of form recently. Um, so I'm on, I think I'm on like 80, 88 at the moment. Um, I didn't have Loughton, but I did, did have Martinez and he's kind of saved me against you guys. He is an absolute hero, isn't he? What a legend. Um, Nick Pope still to play another game on eight points so he could he could better him or match him but um yeah i'm really happy with martinez i brought in ben me which um is so it's it's good but it's so annoying like this happened at the end of last season we were all looking at burnley players 
um, I think they had like a, a good fixture in particular. I can't remember exactly who it was, but I think they were against one of the whipping boys, maybe Norwich or someone like that. And um, we were all trying to pick who to go for. And I went for, I think, Charlie Taylor, maybe, or someone very dull. And Matt went for P- Eric Peters. And Eric oh, Peters yeah. <laughs> just put a, put a ball into the box and one of the Norwich players spanked it into the goal, I think. <laughs> and it's it's just hit like history repeating itself, except this time two of you have Matt Loughton and it's suddenly he scores his second goal ever for Burnley. And as yeah. Ben says, looks like Danny Alves. Um, there was ben... all, the, all the analysis was Tarkowski or me. One yeah. of them will score a header. One of them will... yeah. I mean, maybe they will in the second game week. And then what happens is the guy has not scored in like two years, just pops up and smacks one in. Yeah. And it's also, I'm kind of, it's good that he's got a, a clean sheet, but I'm kind of kicking myself because I didn't think about it in terms of budget. And really, I don't need to be spending a, an extra 0.5 or 0.6 on Ben Mee when Matt Loughton's going to play 90 minutes of every single game. And I mean, yeah, that just that's what you need. You don't need like you don't need an expensive one like Tarkowski or me. Um, but... I don't know. Me, 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 and Matt. You know, we've been stunning Matt Loughton for a couple of years now, and <laughs> <laughs> he's finally. <laughs> You, Patrick Van Arnholt, was kind of weak down the left side, so you know. That's... <laughs> Genuinely, that's true, though, isn't it? Like, uh, there was some fancy football scout analysis that's saying that their left side was really weak. So, um, but Ben Mee took a massive blow to the head and went off, and I was a bit worried. I was thinking, oh, he's not going to play the next game. Sean Dyche has now said it wasn't a concussion substitution; it was just a regular substitution. He may be trying to get around the concussion rules but there's a chance that he plays the next game so it's still still up in the air we'll see uh apart from that yeah i'm uh, i'm i've mentioned it before but i'm adopting a strange strategy when i'm trying to catch ben instead of picking players he doesn't have my strategy is to pretty much pick all the players he does have so he brought in danny ings last week i brought in danny ings this week and uh danny ings scored so i'm delighted with that um it's basically the idea that Ben normally makes the right decision. So if I just copy him, then at least I can stay close to him. I think at the moment, halfway through the game week, I'm 12 points off Ben. And yeah, I mean, if I can keep just bringing in his players until the end of the season, then I'm going <laughs> to maybe stay within touching distance to the final game week and keep it interesting. Um, yeah, apart from that, um, yeah all to play for so shall we have a look at the listeners league normally this comes up a bit later in the podcast but um on the quest of of gary we're going to bring it further for further on in the running order uh so ben do you want to take us through how things are going half through halfway through the game week yeah so um going quickly through the top five our leader is is still morton Longbo with FPL Nordic. Um, you know, similar teams to us, Captain Gundogan, everything going smoothly. Uh, I've moved up from fifth to second, so um, that's good for me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> third is formerly VC, uh, John Dodwell, 92 points, um, up from sixth to third. Uh, he also had Matt Loughton, yeah, he had Luke Shaw, who got eight points today as well, and played Emmy Martinez. So that's a pretty good score. 
Um, Ricard Westin, Mad Dog Earthy is fourth with 82 points. Um, and then Dag Inga Stenhaug drops from third to fifth with 76 points. And then Duncan, you are now sixth. So on the cusp of breaking into the top five. Can I, can I give myself top five? Because we've got two people joint in third. So does that, does that not edge me into the top five? I, yeah, I, 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 think, I think I think I don't, I don't know, but I don't know. Uh, I can't believe you're so high up and yet you can't do maths. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just copy Ben. That's all I do. <laughs> um, the top scorer this week, though, with 111 points so far, um, is Tim Lee with Mount Me Greenwood, his team. Uh, he actually has Edison in goal, so great shout with Edison with 12 points. Could have got more if he took the penalty. Um, his team is Edison, Cancelo, Luke Shaw, uh, Ben Mee, Dina, Lauten, Captain Gundogan, Fernandez, Salah, Bamford, Ings. Um, he also has Madison on uh, first on his bench with eight points as well. So um, great job, Tim Lee, with 111 points so far. Massive haul, um, and didn't even didn't even have to use a chip. That's amazing work. Um, but yeah, that's it for the Listener League. I think a lot of high school so far um, and hopefully more points to come. Nice one. Um, okay, so the big topic is obviously the double game weeks coming up, but not just the double game weeks. We've got a blank coming up. So the double game weeks that have been announced so far are game week 25. So the next game week. 26 hasn't been announced officially yet, but we, we all have Ben Krellin's latest spreadsheet of the very likely fixtures, 95 to 99% chance of happening amongst many other possible double game weeks spread around with different, different variances of percentages of chances of happening. But what, what is happening, Ben and Matt, and what is your strategy? So, I'm going to come to Ben first, and I'm not expecting much clarity. But <laughs> help, Ben, what's going on? So I don't really have a strategy. I'm just hoping uh, to wing it. I have a short-term strategy in the sense that uh, game week 25, there are two teams that double, Southampton and Leeds. Um, so I've got Danny Ings. So I think that's you know uh, good coverage for Southampton. I don't have any Leeds players, so I'll probably look to bring one in. Um, and that one will probably be Bamford. Um, and I'm just probably, trying to block me, eh? I'm a little bit of blocking. Um, I'll probably get him in for Antonio, who has Tottenham um, in game week 25, followed by Man City, single game week in game week 26. Um, Rafinha is tempting, but... Um, I have a midfield of Bruno Son, Salah, Grealish, Gundogan. It's hard to get rid of any of those plays, really. So, and I'm happy to keep them. So, um, and it's going to be Bamford in next week, and then game week 26. My big conundrum is is Harry Kane essential? Um, because to get Harry Kane in my team, I'm taking multiple hits to make that happen have to figure out one of my midfield premiums to drop. Um, so that's a bit of a headache. Um, and I, I do plan to bench boost in game week 26. 
um, because I think it is one of the big doubles left and I haven't used bench boost yet. Um, so yeah. A... So, so if you're planning to, so I'm, I'm guessing you're planning to maximize your bench boost. So are you thinking like double game week players on your bench and then bench boosting, or are you going to have some single game week players? I'm just thinking about blank game week 29, which has been announced like huge blank double game week sorry huge blank game week at the moment we have uh let me see what one two three four fixtures well no three fixtures only three fixtures with a fourth that's very likely so that's that's pretty huge blank game week so are you planning on leaving any players that play in that on your bench or not yeah my bench will probably be a mix of single and double game weekers but i feel like i have to use bench boost now because isn't this one of the isn't this like one of the last this is the last big double one. game weeks yeah it's the last big one as far as i know so it feels it feels like a good time to use it um even if it's just a mixture of like yeah a few doublers and a few singles yeah i'll probably have a, a mix of doublers and singles um because i have i have Ariola who has a possible dump, double game week i'll probably will still have bamford who just has villa at home um but yeah i think that's my, my and then my tentative plan is uh after that try and use triple captain on another double game week. I'm not convinced about using it in game week 25. Um, Bamford potentially game week 25, bit punty. And then I, I guess I just do a bunch of hits to get me to game week 29. And then I'll wildcard after game week 29. But yeah, very confusing. <laughs> don't know what's happening. Um, what I'm actually hoping, ha, ha, hoping is... Harry Kane maybe gets injured and then I don't have to deal with it. I, I know, know, yeah. That would help so much, wouldn't it, with the budget? Yeah. How about you, Matt? What's your kind of chip strategy? So, yeah, I mean, it is really complicated and it's quite quite similar to Ben's, but um, I think uh, looking at the blank game week, um, the the teams that do have fixtures that also have like a double potentially in in. 26 and so they're sort of the players you want to be stocking up on are like Fulham uh, Lee you know Lee's got single so uh, Villa and Tottenham mm-hmm. so yeah um, like I've already got Martinez and Grealish um, I don't really have any other players than those so I maybe yeah I, I'm tempted just to do a transfer for Ings or for maybe a third Leeds guy um, for, for next week uh, just to take advantage of 25 and just try and max out doublers uh, because I've already got Bamford and Rafina, I'm quite happy of having Rafina as my little differential at the moment. Um, but then he'll suddenly become very unfashionable after t- game week 25 because uh, Leeds then a single game week is, um So that's a conundrum I'm thinking about. Is yeah, do you just like play it safe and just like stock up on on Villa um, and, and maybe get a Fulham like cheapy, uh, or do uh, do you go for like Kane and uh, Kane and Son when they're a bit off form? Um, but I've certainly got the money in the bank that, and 
they could have those doubles coming up. I think it depends on their Europa League, like if they can beat Wolfsburg. So that's quite a lot to rely on. And so I think Predin's got it down as unlikely. Um, We've got a very likely uh, chance that they'll have Burnley and either Fulham away or Southampton at home in 26, which sounds pretty, pretty tasty. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that's quite a nice double. And so the thing I'm trying to decide at the moment, uh, like Ben saying he's going to wildcard after the, the blank for the rest of the season, is I'm, I'm just thinking about, well, if I can get any level of certainty about what the fixtures might be, is it worth just uh, sort of wildcarding this game week and picking a team that's like slightly trying to cover what possible get doubles there could be coming up, um, but just so you're just really well set up with a nice bench for the bench boost. Um, and then you sort of have a, a long-term plan to sort of ease through. So you, I, I could I could stock up on some Tottenham assets. I could stock up and make sure I've got Villa that will play all the way through. Um, obviously, you've got Triple Man City, which, which basically just means that uh, you can play them again and again and again, but everyone's got Triple Man City. Um, and then just, yeah, just uh, the players, players around that fringe. So I'm like, I guess I, you've got Ings already, but I could maybe go treble leads and uh, ings um to give me advantage in 25 and then still be at a bench boost reasonably i guess leads have got villa in 26 but there's there's just i mean even just talking this through there's so many permutations that i don't know what a decent wildcard team looks like right now and that's the that's the difficulty the trick the the issue is that like you say it's it maybe makes sense for you to do a slightly different strategy to me and ben um and that using that wildcard in 25 would be perfect for that. But the players who double in 25 don't double in 26. And then if you don't go with them and you say, okay, I'll just ignore all, most of those players or maybe bring in two of them and then take two of them out for a hit, you're going to have no players for 29 in the blank. So there's no perfect strategy. You're right. I think, I think genuinely... Thinking about it for this game week, I really struggled for 24 and I really didn't enjoy it at all. All the looking at spreadsheets and trying to plan ahead and stuff like that, find it a bit nauseating. So I think maybe just try and enjoy it. Just bring in players. Like if, if you're going to enjoy having a, as many double game week players as you can and you've got a bench boost, like that's, that's going to be more fun than being like, oh, well, I have to try and make sure I've got enough to cover 29 and la, 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 save your hits and stuff like that. So, yeah, it's a good point. The other, the other factor, uh, just looking to pick a team for a 25 at the moment, like, I mean, I know that two teams, Southampton Leeds, have got a double, but out of, other than that, like, no one's got especially juicy fixture. You say, well, I'll load up on them. Um, like Man U theoretically got Newcastle, but then we've just drawn to West Brom, so uh, don't know if that's necessarily a great one. Um, and then yeah, the other fixture you look out for maybe Palace and pretty stinking form at the moment, but they've got their sort of what do you call it the the Bird Derby, uh, the Avian Derby, <laughs> the Avian Derby. That's the one yeah. <laughs> <laughs> against Brighton, and I think that almost always ends in a draw. So um, and and Brighton not exactly free scoring. Uh, much to Martinez's credit, but also my, my frustration in, in hoping that maybe that one day they'd concede this this game week. Um, yeah. So, yeah, 25 isn't that attractive. So, I mean, as you say, maybe just 
prepping from now from this point onwards just for 26 is the way to go because that's going to be the really big game week and and like Ben I've got a bench boost that I really could do of using up um I think this is the best opportunity to use it in um and then I'll have a triple captain for some point later in the season when when it's a better double than the 25 one nice yeah what's your strategy Duncan uh so for me before this game week I was going with the idea that um I would try and keep three single game week players on my bench in 26, not bench boost. And then I would be on the road to have a decent team for 29 because, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Because going with, yeah, going with, a full bench or as close as I, I can get with double game week players and then bench boosting would be great. But then I'd be at risk of only having a team of like five players in 29. And that's just not fun, is it? I've kind of changed my mind slightly. If I, if I thought about it more sensibly, I might have um, got rid of Walton, my 4 million goalkeeper, on my bench, I had a, two transfers, so I had to use one this game week. I didn't really know what to do. In the end, I took out Dominic Calvert-Lewin, and I'm kind of kicking myself for that because he's got what could potentially be a, a, quite a few doubles, and he's got, I think, a nice double in 26. Like, could be Southampton and West Brom, which would be a pretty nice double for their their best player, pretty much, for FPL. Um I took him out of Ings, which has kind of paid off with the points, but I may end up bringing him back in again. So I'm probably going to, I'm probably swayed by you guys, to be honest, because I immediately saw once I looked at your team for this game week that Ben had brought in a backup keeper. And I think Ben had mentioned he was going to go for the bench boost. And I just don't want to be left behind. Um, <laughs> and also I don't want to, not enjoy it as well. I'd, I'd like to use my bench boost and fill up on double game week players and when in every game, you know, there's something to check and there's potential points. And you could you could get that ceiling of 160 points as well, whereas less likely if you've only you're not using your bench. So might change strategy. I've still got two transfers to use. Um I I'm quite keen on I was quite keen on bringing in Dallas so I'd for this game week so I'd have Bamford Dallas um, and Ings for 25, which is pretty decent, I think. I mean, that's for me, that's kind of the key players out of Southampton and Leeds, except for Rafinha, of course. He's another one. But yeah, I think like Ben, I don't think I can bring him in with my midfield. Um, and that would leave me three players for the bench in 26. Um, but then I'll, I'll have two transfers, so I could get rid of them. But then I've still got Brewster... And Walton, so it's going to be a mixture. It's going to be a fudged strategy where it's kind of halfway between the two. I'll probably end up getting rid of Walton, probably bring in Ariola just to <laughs> annoy Ben and copy his team more, but mainly because he's cheap. And if Martinez got injured for twenty nine, Fulham have a game in twenty nine. It's likely Villa have a game, but that would be kind of back up there. Um, yeah. Um, so a bit of a fudge. Who do we think are essential players for 26? Who do we think have the best double I'd go on based on that? Yeah. I'd say 
Well, Man City have West Ham and either Wolves at home or Southampton away. I mean, West Ham defensively are looking a lot better recently. I, I still think they wouldn't probably hold up to Man City at the moment, but Wolves could be resurgent as well. Like they've got Johnny back. They're playing a back three again. Um, so it might not be as great as it looks. Um, Tottenham is probably probably the best, I would say. Burnley at home, Fulham away or Southampton at home, whichever of those two sounds pretty nice to me. So, yeah, it does seem like Kane and Son make sense based on the fact they play in 29 and they've got a nice double. And isn't there the chance of another double between 25 and 28 as well, Matt? Uh, for Tottenham? Yeah. Yeah, I, well, maybe one double. I'm not quite sure how it works, or, or two doubles, but it's all dependent on their Europa League. So they've got, yeah, they've got fixtures they need to be slotted in by the um, by the, the Premier League. But um, that that's that's partly the temptation of just going going for them because if they don't play 27 or 28, you've still got those assets in there that will have to have a fixture slotted in at some point between now and obviously the end of the season. Yeah, it's true. Um, so you you. You're setting your team up that it doesn't have to be tinkered so much in the future and for the long term. Um, so that there's that advantage. Uh, I mean, yeah. For who who do I think's best? I mean, it's still still Man City assets, right? So uh, if you pick the right Man City assets, so say Gundogan's out for a game week or two, then he might almost be worth transferring out to make sure you've got three Man City assets. Um, but hopefully, yeah, yeah for hopefully me, he's back. Man City triple up, which I think most people have. Uh, Villa triple up, probably, with Leeds or Everton, Sheffield United. So I have Martinez and Grealish. I'll probably look to bring in Holly Watkins. Um, and then I think it's between... Then it's probably Tottenham, um, Burnley, Fulham, or Southampton. And then, and then I'd probably rank Everton next. Southampton at home. Villa West Villa or West Brom away. So that's kind of why I've held on to Calvert-Lewin, hoping he recovers from his hamstring injury. Um, but yeah, I think those are the fixtures I would target in 26. Um, but it is interesting because Spurs look awful. <laughs> but um, yeah. I think... well, they looked awful against Man City, but then against West Brom the game week before. Yeah, it's true. I mean, you know, I know Burnley looked better, but... Um... Southampton definitely didn't in the second half um, against Wolves. So there's more potential there. It's tricky with, with Kane. If if I went for Kane, then that would eat up pretty much most of my budget. So the ability to spread um, double game weekers on my bench would be pretty heavily reduced. Yeah. I think I'd struggle to get rid of Brewster. Um, I could probably bring in Ariola, but that would be about it. Um so that's the issue. Yeah, I have a similar conundrum, which is you can't really bench boost if you bring in Kane. Or you can, but it's not it's not a super strong bench boost, so it's a bit Definitely. of a headache. Yeah, yeah. I might be getting down to the kind of levels of bringing in Mattia Vidra, who might, <laughs> might get some minutes in Burnley's pretty bad double game week fixtures. Um, do we yeah. know if there are any other big are there any other double game weeks post game week twenty nine, or are they just smaller ones? I think there might be a potential blank in thirty three that I've heard of. 
But there's going to be doubles, aren't there? Pretty much from now until the end of the season. <laughs> I don't think there's anything going to be as big as this for sure. But mm. there, there's going to be postponements. There's going to be some of these doubles that are potentials. You know, there's potentials, extra ones in 25, 27 and 28 for a lot of teams. And some of those might not get scheduled then. So they might be later in the season. Can I give you my wild card for like who might end up being a good, good, good pick if you're trying to catch up? Is this 25 wild card? Uh, well, I, I guess the, the team that I'm looking at or thinking about, um, just for, to be different, is Leicester. Because um, mm. they're on great form. Uh, Madison, Barnes and Vardy are like fairly good classic uh, FPL picks this season that, that get fairly consistent points. And yeah, they've got an all right looking double. It's the sort of double where, I mean, Arsenal and Burnley, where you're thinking they could spank one of those. Uh, I know you're an Arsenal fan and they've just won, but uh, even Leeds scored two goals then, even in getting spanked. So. Do you know, um, I, start, I learned in that match was that Arsenal have, or had, the second best defensive record in the Premier League behind Man City this season. Really? Isn't that crazy? Um, I did not expect that. Maybe that's changed conceding two this game week, but it's not going to change that much. So, yeah, that's kind of flown under the radar a bit. Yeah, in which case, well, in which case, maybe it doesn't look that attractive because Burnley away as well is a bit, a bit of a tough one. But I don't know. It's one of those where Lee at Leicester, uh, sort of, seem they sort of beat the fixtures like you, whatever you expect, they seem to just do the opposite. Like they lose randomly against teams you think, oh, that that's the one they're going to go and beat, and then they'll beat, um, they'll win win convincingly against uh, Liverpool and stuff like that. So I thought um, Harvey Barnes looked. Really, really impressive against Liverpool. I think he he looked like he's really stepped up this season, and he's suddenly kind of adding, you know, a bit of final product. Basically, he had yeah. so many shots last season, didn't he? But now he's kind of putting putting stuff away a bit more. Yeah, and if you look at the form charts for like getting points, then Barnes. I think. I mean, obviously Gundogan's out top, but I think Barnes is second, and Madison's like in the top top ten or top five. So. And then Vardy's back as well uh, from his injury. So uh, probably, well, as I say, quite differential because they're just not in people's teams. Um, well, at least the, the Twitter people's teams. Yeah, good way to climb the ranks for sure. What do you reckon, Ben? Are there any players that you're considering for 26 that other people might might not have thought of? No, I'm I'm going straight template since I'm <laughs> I, I'm such a high rank. I'm not I'm not trying to aspire to anything different. Um, my, my thoughts are really stupid thoughts. Like, oh god, I hope Tyreek Mitchell wins his place back. So I <laughs> and not have to waste another hit to get to get someone um, to get rid of him. There's always the chance he could get one game. I'm not sure about two. Yeah, so I probably will hit him out. Um, I don't know who for. But yeah, I like the Leicester shout, um, but it's, it's probably more differential. And it, it's tricky because I think Leicester assets, the good ones like Madison, Harvey Barnes, most of us have like five midfielders who we're pretty happy with, you know? Mm. So it's just hard to, it's hard to fit in all these players. The thing is that you you say like yourself and probably for me, you're going to be wildcarding after game week 29. So there's always the chance that you could drop these guys and bring them back in. 
if you're going down that road. And if you were going to drop any of the big hitters, who would it be? I mean, we've got Man United with Fernandez, pretty good form, isn't he? However well Man United do, he seem, seems to do all right. Chelsea away and Crystal Palace away. I mean, Crystal Palace is nice, isn't it, at the moment? So I don't know if I get rid of him. Salah, Liverpool, pretty pretty out of form at the moment. But Sheffield United away, Chelsea at home. Again, Sheffield United, that's pretty nice as well. Yeah, I feel like Salah, Bruno, you're just asking for trouble if you drop them because they're both on penalties too. Mm -hmm. The ones I actually want to drop are the ones you actually can't drop, which are Son because he he plays in the blank uh, and Grealish because he also plays in the blank. Um, yeah. And you can't, I can't drop Gundogan unless he's actually injured. Um, so yeah, it's, it's definitely a tricky one. Yeah. It's definitely, it does feel like a game week, a double game week where it's very much on the marginal players, the ones on your bench, if you're bench boosting rather than particularly the ones in the pitch. Like when Gundogan got his massive haul this game week, I looked at my rank and I was like, ah, oh, wow, 19 point haul for my captain. It must be a huge rank joke like jump and i think i went up like four thousand places something like that so yeah maybe it's, it's... all on matt loughton getting another goal hey it is isn't it yeah it's <laughs> that kind of game week is there any better pleasure than that because like as you say gundogan captain is great he did fantastic but then lots of people captained him um but yeah matt loughton spanking it in that's that's the ultimate isn't it like that it's is, the guy yeah. it's the guy you barely thought about is worth picking that does does something amazing um, <laughs> I have to say, like, if Gundogan was injured or if there was risk that he wasn't going to play all the minutes or all the games, then West Ham at home, Wolves at home, I'd be pretty happy about that for the triple up for Man City defence. Cancelo, Stones and Diaz. That would be pretty nice, I'd say. Mm, Not so much for captaincy, maybe, but... I think I'd still want a midfield asset in there. Um, depending on budget, if you had the budget for Sterling, then go for him. If not, then if Gundogan's injured, then then Foden will have to play and be the creative guy, right? So that's true. I just I wouldn't be able to go Gundogan to Sterling and bring in Kane. And yeah. I, so maybe if Kane's the captain, I'd prioritise him and maybe go for Foden. Yeah. Is it is it insane not to get Kane in twenty six? No, definitely not. And you're not ruling him out bringing him in before 29 as well. Yeah. But I, I, if you're bench boosting and you want to maximize your bench, then maybe you need to prioritize that rather than the one player. And we've, we've seen over many years, we've seen Kane struggle at home to someone like Burnley or Cardiff and everyone puts the triple captaincy on him then. And it just doesn't happen. I know it's a different season this season. He seems like a different player or the player that he was when he first kind of came through. But no, I, w I wouldn't kill your team for him, to be honest. Who's the best captain in 26? I'd say Man City player. I'd say Gundogan if he's, if he's fit. Mm. He's, he's having one of those Ramsey, Yaya Toure kind of seasons, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, just like no one expects it. It's, everyone thinks it's going to come to an end, and yeah. it never does. Yeah, yeah. What about you, Ben? You're thinking Kane, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, I think I think if I'm going to take multiple hits to get Kane in my team, I'm going to give him the captaincy. But it's different. Like With the Kane thing, you're saying is he essential? Yes, if you're going to triple captain 
him. But not yeah. if you're not going to triple captain him. He's not. Yeah. I wouldn't say. Yeah. Um, I probably I probably will go Kane. Um, although, yeah, I think a City shout. I think a Sterling is also a good shout. Gundogan is just such a strange one because he just keeps scoring. And in the first 12 game weeks, I mean, he hardly got any points. And it's mainly because of his new advanced role with De Bruyne out. So that's another thing I'm going to monitor is like, how's Kevin's fitness? Is he coming back? Because that'd be another massive headache if he is. He doesn't sound so far away, does he? Especially considering, you know, these doubles are... Just stay injured, Kevin. I can't do no. it. <laughs> He's back training on the grass, isn't he? Yeah. And, and it's the kind of thing where Guardiola might not announce it and then suddenly he appears on the bench or in the team. And that changes everything. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think Kane, Gundogan, Sterling, they're the obvious ones, I think. It's it's very much a season that is heavy on the template, isn't it? Those players like Fernandez, Salah, despite Liverpool not doing so well, Kane, Son, like they seem to be favoured in all the big doubles as well. Like, yeah, I think it is about those marginal players, those Loutons and Ariolas and stuff like that. And getting your captaincy right. Crucial, yeah. It's been, yeah. been a big one. Um, and there's been a few, the last few game weeks where everyone's gone. Well, actually, the template has lurched one way and that's been the wrong one. So that'd be the intriguing thing. Yeah. Okay, guys. Well, I think that pretty much wraps it up. It's a short one from us. Um, wish everyone well for game week 25 and 26. I think the rumours are that 26 fixtures are likely to be announced at the end of this week. So it's annoying we can't fit them in to the pod, definitely confirmed. But I would advise having a look at Ben Krellin's kind of latest screenshot on Twitter of the very likely kind of 95 to 99% chance fixtures. And if you're wildcarding, then base it on that. But obviously, you can update it before the deadline if it does come in. Um, but yeah, it just kind of leaves me to say thank you for your insight, Ben. You're welcome. I think uh, our ramblings were clear as mud on what to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's pretty much defines how how tricky it is this game week. Thank you for your insight, Matt. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for all the clarity that we've yeah, Ben and Dunk. That's uh, yeah. it's really helped me predict what you. Well, actually, that has helped me predict what you're going to do. You're going to do the most template boring stuff possible. Yeah, stick so. to the template and maybe bring in Ariola, and that's pretty much it. <laughs> exciting times exciting times we need, uh, we need to get Andy and Gary back in <laughs> <laughs> okay nice one guys speak to you soon